I'm not going to lie. I was expecting to be a little bit better than that. Really? <laughs> Hello, I am Lauren Crace. I am an actor. I am Tim Warwood's ex-radio wife. And I'm also his co-host on one of his many podcasts, Reluctant Adults. I love Tim and Gens' weekend podcast. I can barely wait to find out which direction Gens has walked to the park this week and how many poor innocent creatures has Tim's cat mutilated. This is Tim and Gens' weekend podcast. Enjoy! Jokes on Lauren Crace, actually. Do you know why? Because she listens to this podcast every week religiously. And when, yeah, last so week, who's when, the fool? Yeah, when we were talking last week about who listens every week, and has anybody listened to all the episodes? She's one of them. Mm. She's one of the nine that has Loves listened it. to all of them. Loves it. Uh, yeah, we had quite a lot of feedback about that. I say yeah. a lot, but <laughs> we didn't have that many. <laughs> but I was surprised by how many what? people said, "Oh, that's the point." Oh, I'll read it in the correspondence section. We've got a nice message about, um, you know, re- about listening to all 30 episodes. And there was a few well, people that, had, that listened to all 30. It was good. Special mention to John O'Verity. Um, he's listened to all of them. Uh, another guest as well who actually features this week in this weekend's podcast is Joe Rackley. He's listened to all of them as well. Hi, Joe. Morning. Well, I might so, as well um, just read out the nice message that we got about while we're on the subject. Go on then. From uh, from Graham. Graham Highland said, I cannot believe you've clocked up 30 podcasts, and yes, I've listened to every one. Doesn't seem that long ago when I started listening to them with my son Seth, 11 years old. Each episode has had me proper belly laughing out loud. Absolutely top work, fellas. Keep it up. Oh, Cheers, Graham. Mate. Mate. You've not made that up. That's genuine. Yeah. No, it's a real one. So, yeah, cheers to him and, uh, and Seth. Stop it. It's cool. That's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, we should get cracking. Anyway, this is the Tim and Gendel weekend podcast where we discuss our weekend. It's been a special weekend because it's a bank holiday weekend, hence why we're recording this on Tuesday and not Monday because we thought Ooh. we'd just go guns out. Four and, days. Uh, Four-day weekend. Yeah, well, you basically texted me yesterday afternoon going, what are you doing? Do you want to record? And you were out and about, and I was doing a run. And we're like, let's just do it tomorrow. No, I, I, texted, you at midda- I texted you at midday on mm. my way home. I was like, shall we record? And you were like, no, let's do it tomorrow, which I absolutely was more than happy to do. Um, I knew you would be. But, um, yeah. but I have made a bank holiday jingle because oh, it's special. God. Do you want to hear this? Not the rules really. of my jingle are I generally make them two minutes before I come on. So I just did this 10 minutes ago and I have to, whatever I sing, it's one take only. I have to use my first take. So this is the bank holiday. Jingle. Sorry about this, everyone. Sorry. Bank. <laughs> In May. There you go. Oh, oh, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting something a little bit better than that. Really? What better? <laughs> I thought it was quite good that I included the month of May in it. One more time, because it took me at least 20 seconds. Bang. In May. 
There you go. I guess as well in May rhymes with celebrate. So it um, kind of does. Like that. It yeah, really does. It just kind of flowed out of me. Um, there all we right. go. So explain what the podcast's all about, Timo. Well, here we go. This is it, episode 31. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're being uh, being yourself and uh, keeping your chin up as we plough our way through 2021. What a year it's been. Me and Gendel started this podcast 31 episodes ago, um, and we decided just to sit down and have a chat every Monday morning about our weekends because it's good to talk, which fits us seamlessly in with our um, a charity that's very close to our hearts. Uh, we had a friend of ours, uh, Nelson Pratt, that took his own life um, a few years back, and uh, the, the charity Calm that does a lot to help with male suicide, well, suicide in general, and also raise awareness and also help to put a stop to it um, which is, uh, which is needs to be done, and it can be done, and so uh, they're doing some great stuff. So, calm are cool. We like calm, and um, just I don't know. It's just they're advocates. Chat, of, they're advocates of checking in with your mates, aren't that's they? It, I mean, this this all be it started in lockdown of us just checking in with each other, and we we kind of think that's important to do to have an excuse to do it, and they kind of. Uh, agree with that so go and give your mate a call and if you're struggling you can go on the the calmzone.net that's their website and the number is 0800 58 58 58 and there's also a web chat option on the website as well so you can talk to anyone if you are struggling yeah Um, the uh, the lines are open every single day from 5 p.m till midnight every single day of the year and also you will find a donate button and if you've got a couple of spare quid just chuck it in the pot because all the money goes to helping to keep those phone lines open. Mm. And of course, as you can imagine, the calls to that, the amount of calls to that number during lockdown have, uh, have gone up significantly. So every little penny helps uh, if you want to make a donation. Also, we did speak about Nelson's ride. Nelson's tour de test is a bike ride in memory of Nelson Pratt, the snowboarder, our good friend. And um, it takes place on the, on the 18th of September. Me and Gendel are both heading down, as are a load of our friends, as are a load of people I mentioned in this podcast. But it is worth noting that you are welcome as well. If you want to come and ride and be a part of it, it's a brilliant, brilliant day out. You can sign up via the link in the bio. But I will say this, I've just seen a tweet from event organiser Marcus Chapman and there are only 150 places left. Cool, get on it. Get on it while you can. Get those places booked in. Um, And that's you too, Gendel, because I I bet you haven't signed up. We have signed signed up. up? Me me and Camilla have signed up for the Spag Bowl, which is the 50 miler, so we're in. Good, good, good. All right, um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. All right, there we go. So um, that's the business out of the way. Now let's get on. With the desserts of, uh, no, the, the, I guess it's the entree. Well, it's the entree, isn't it? Friday. It's the entree. Friday. Let's, yeah, let's see what happened Friday. Go on, play the jingle. All right, here we go. Friday, Friday. What did you do on Friday night? Friday. What did you, you do Friday? Um. All right, Friday, just the 9K run to start my Friday off. Don't worry about that. I'll just drop that in. <laughs> Why did you do a 9K run? Well, well, yeah, and why didn't I get to 10K? It's because I got some new shorts and I had some real chafe at 9K and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do but 10. You bought the wrong size. Now let's go back to that. And while we're on you buying the wrong size of clothes, remember a couple of episodes ago, you were championing, I've been and bought, man, I've realised I've bought the wrong size trousers. Gendel came out with this ludicrous statement a couple of months ago. <laughs> what? Well, he'd been buying the wrong size trousers this whole time. 
I don't know why, but you went out and bought a 3230 or a 3430. Basically, you just realized at the age of 39 that your legs weren't quite as long as you thought they were. Yeah. So you'd end up buying a 30. I think it was was a 30 leg. It was a 30 leg. I've always had 32s and I've got a 30 leg and it fit really well. Yeah. So Um, Gendel got these 30 leg jeans and Gendel does this thing that he likes to do for everybody else, which is when Gendel's hungry... He thinks everybody's hungry. When Gendel's thirsty, he thinks everyone's thirsty. When Gendel wants to go for a 10K run, he thinks everyone should go for a 10K run. So subsequently, when he got 30-inch trousers, he thought everybody needs 30-inch trousers. So when he spoke to me about this on the podcast, he said, we, this is, this is the term he used, we've been buying the wrong size trousers this whole time. Well, okay? Yeah. Now listen to this. I went online to buy some trousers, and I was in a panic, okay? And this yeah. was... A day before I was getting next day delivery, it was late at night. I was lying in my bed. I had 57 minutes to buy these trousers to ensure that they were at my house the next day so I could go away and do some filming because I was off to Switzerland. This was a couple of weeks ago. So what did I do? Stupidly bought a 30-inch leg, right? Probably fit perfectly. No, they didn't. I looked like a clown. I, standing (laughs) in the departures of Heathrow Airport... The, the, not the day, the next day, the day after, looking down with green socks on, I looked, these trousers were so short. and I That's really the, in, though, that kind of look. Anyway, you can get away with that now, anyway. Can you? I looked ridiculous. I'm 42. I look ridiculous. Yeah. Standing there with the wrong, and I was cursing you, and I've been meaning to have you for that for ages. I was going to say, it's the first time I've heard that. You made me buy the wrong size trousers. Yeah. Well, what, I totally am not a 30 leg. I'm a 32. I'm taller than you. And well, I just... Yeah, you didn't have to buy them. I don't know. I mean, they're my no, legs like... that were wrong. No, but you'd used the we. We've been buying the long trousers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, it, it came back to bite me when I went to the Levi's store the other day and I tried oh, on yeah. the 30 leg and I, and I could barely walk in them. And, Why? Um, well, they were just really tight everywhere. Skinny and I was suddenly like, ooh, maybe I need to get a bit bigger in jeans. <laughs> I got I got a bit yeah I got a bit disappointed and walked out and I, I said to the guy I've got to go I've got to meet my wife around the corner because I literally couldn't be bothered trying on any more jeans because it's such a faff in it trying on jeans Left. no you couldn't be bothered to ask for the next size up more like nah I know because I knew they'd be the tight next size up yeah he'd look at you and be like do you play football <laughs> big lad at the back big lad at the back yeah. Is my chair really creaky? Ah, don't worry about it. We're oh, used to it now. I feel like I, I know, but I'm going to change it just because it makes me, like, I can't relax because I'm, I'm trying to not let it creak, so I can't relax. There you go, seamless. No one would even notice that transition. Mate, anyway. you can barely hear that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, did, a, did an IK run. Because, I should say as well, a little charity shout-out, I'm, I'm running the Wings for Life World Run on Sunday, which is... Um, a, a charity supported by Red Bull that we've kind of emceed on a few times, haven't we? Where mm-hmm. it's basically a run where you start and the and the finish line catches you as yes. you run. So that's this Sunday. So if anyone fancies a run that where you don't even have to get to a finish line, you can literally kind of go for as long as you can. If you get tired, you can walk, and then the finish line catches you. It's all done virtually on an app, and um. And weirdly, I recorded some voiceover of the capture car. So I'm going to listen to it on the app and it'll be my voice going, I'm coming up behind you. 
So I didn't do it in that voice. I don't know. It's not going to sound like that. It'll just be my voice. But um, <laughs> but I thought I'd better get out and do I'm a run because to catch you, Agent I'm coming, Starling. I'm coming to catch you and you run. But uh, yeah, we'll put the, I'll put the link for that in the show notes as well because you can still sign up for that. That's a really good charity, all about spinal cord uh, research, and um, obviously your entry fee goes to that. So that's fun if you fancy a run, anyone. Are you gonna wear the medium shorts that mean you can only run nine k? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear different shorts. I think. Well, they're like these. They're these new shorts that I got with like an inner lining which holds your phone in. in. They're like cycling shorts. <laughs> I'm glad inners. you said phone. <laughs> yeah, hold your phone in like this little this little flat like pocket. Which I thought yeah. that looks good. That looks really snug because I was sick of, like, holding my phone or having, like, my arm strap on or it flapping around in my pocket. It was the worst. It flaps even worse. It's like this Ooh. weird big mesh. So you've got, like, this – your phone flaps around even more. So um, then I got a bit, need, um, bit of chafe, so I've stopped. My – one of the dads at school here, uh, James, nice guy, very good looking, um, he created, just before lockdown, first lockdown, he created a running – vest thing that for a phone oh um, it pops in your front yeah i don't know I, but it's like a t-shirt thing i don't know i should find out more about it. it but it's gone mental like he's gone mental like the his company has gone through the roof get some of lockdown him. i will i'll get some tell him we'll get, shout about him. it on the podcast get some freebies um i'll find out what it is and that's a running phone holding vest t-shirt thing Mm. Um, specific for running. All right. But, nice. um, so how how long did it take you to run 9K? What, what's um, your stats? Give us your stats, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Come not on, very fast. Geeks. Not very fast. It's boring. I mean, let's just get away No, from it's not. Me. It's interesting. I, I'm going to run on Sunday, and I'm, I've done no running. Have you signed think, up for it? No, but I'm going to... You've just inspired me. Yeah, good. I'm going to sign up for charity. I've done literally zero running I, in fact the last time i ran was last wednesday i played five side football uh, couldn't walk two days later but i think i could get within 2k of your time all right well let's have a challenge next Damn sunday it. and see i instantly regret saying that i cannot believe um, i just said that you'll be fine man but that's it that's I, the no, beauty I'm, of this I'm run you're you're gonna be good though at it i'm quite intrigued i think you'll be good man i'm not because i'm not fast i'm just steady but Big maybe it'll inspire me when i hear my voice coming up behind me to catch me on. And I don't know what route I'm going to do. I'm just going to run and just keep running. But then what the... if you run, what, you run 15K out and then you've got to walk 15K back. True. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make 15K. I'll be looking. I, I want to crack. If I can get over 10K, 11, 12, that'd be good. That'll be wicked. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. But Mate, yeah, join get, us, guys. Get, Sign up and we can 5K. all, uh, you can all let us know how you did. There you go, um, the Wings for Life World Run. Link in the uh, link in the show notes to that if you want to have a little Google. Mm, defo. Um, then I went to the. I went after that. Went to because obviously I was like, oh well, I've earned going to the pub now. There was suddenly we went for us. We went for having a, a little boys. Uh, little boys. What? What? <laughs> A lads, a lads skate session up at the bowl. So, like our friend Dom Harrington messaged and went, "Who wants a skate?" And then that turned into, "I've booked a table at the pub for after the skate." And then we went and had some beer. So, it turned into a really fun night. But I invented a game. Right, this is what I was going to ask you. Oh man, invented here a we game go. on Friday night, which turned into Should, a bit of a talking on. point. Should you 
should we save like let's talk about this off air in case this is a really good game you i don't know if it's giving away the keys to the castle here yeah i don't know if it's that it's more of just a, a pub table game but i want to know okay. your thoughts on it right it was a, it was more of a it started off as a thought but then it became a game i've named the game david attenborough because david attenborough is the one person you cannot answer in this game okay. the name of the game is imagine you've got 100 people in the in a room from all walks of life and you've got to name someone that you think everyone in that room will like and, oh. not, and not hate. So they don't have to love them, but, but on average, but every single person in that room you think will like them. They, they don't hate them. It has them. to be a person or has it can to, be a thing. No, a person, a person. It's got to be a person, but they can be dead as well. Alive so or dead. Because I, I think I came up with it, the person. I think I got the person right. And I was so I said, before I tell you all mine, you guys have got to go around the table and tell me who you think yours is. We had some quite interesting answers. So I thought I'd throw it out to you today to see what you you answer back with. Shall I give you a couple of the examples? Yeah. So um a a good one we got um that I think Cy Belson said was Dave Grohl. However, I think Dave Grohl, people like Dave Grohl, but there might be some people who think Maybe he chew, he's he not as hardcore as he used he to be. He's chewing them with his mouth open okay, on stage. So, so chances are, out of 100, someone's not going to like him. Nah, my mum um, wouldn't like him. He's rude. I think the he strong... swears too much for my mum. Okay, well, there go you go. On, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't win. Uh, the, possibly the strongest other one that was said was Tom Hanks. Incidentally, I watched Sully last night. Um, you Good. know, when he crashes the... Really good. I've never watched I really that. Enjoy- Great movie. He's brilliant, yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I love good. Tom Hanks. No one doesn't like Tom Hanks, really, do they? I no. think that's a really good call. But the only reason which I think why my answer might just pop him is because sometimes people don't like people who are too perfect, and Tom Hanks is almost too perfect. So the so person I've got... So you can't say David Attenborough. That's the game. No, you can't. That's why it's called David Attenborough, because everyone would obviously just say him. Okay. So... You have a think. I'll tell you mine. He's later in the show. But why don't you have a think and let me know yours? The other person is later on in the show. Well, the person that I think is oh, the okay. answer. Because I basically came up with this game when I saw this person and went, oh, man, everyone loves him. I reckon everyone would love him. And that's when I created the game. Because I think he's the right answer for it. It's not Boris Johnson, is it? No. <laughs> I mean, you avoid politics, I think, at all costs. But there's people like, you know, Beckham. people like... David Beckham. No, loads of people hate Beckham. Loads of people hate him. How can you hate David Beckham? Well, people do. You've got to think of... You've got to think in your life, there'll be, you've met people that have said, I hate Beckham. We don't, but you will have met people that do. Mm. So you're thinking of people, you've never ever heard them say, oh, I hate that guy, or I hate that woman. And I think this person, I, couldn't, I can't imagine anyone ever saying it. I might be wrong. This is why we need the, the, the listeners to uh, Dol- Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Good call. Not many people. Yeah, but you, yeah, that's a good Dolly call, Parton actually. Gave, Dolly Parton gave a million pounds to the vaccine research. Million dollars. How can you hate Dolly Parton? And she wrote, I will always love you and Jolene in the same day. Yeah, that's what I mean. How can you not love her? That's a good answer. All right. Well, there you go. Have a think. If you got right. any more, and, and, we'll and anyone find out who yours home. is a little bit later on. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tease it and let you think about it and see if you can guess it later on. 
Okay, I think it's tease. the one, and I might be wrong. And if if someone out there, well, obviously, don't message us and go, I hate him just for the sake of it. But only if you do actually hate him, then you can prove me wrong. I'm wondering well, if I'm going to hate him. I'll try and find something I hate about him. So it is a him. Okay, you've given it to us. Um, is that your Friday done? How drunk did you get at the uh, pub then? Got pretty, got quite drunk actually. Uh, is this when it was National Kickflip Day and there was a yes. video doing the rounds of James North? Now, if you yeah. haven't, uh, if you don't follow Gendel on Instagram, at Gendel, we'll put a link in the show notes. Go and have a look because Gendel uh, took, someone took their skateboard to the pub. And well, we all have being, our skateboards, yeah. Oh, because of course you were down skateboarding because uh, it was National Kickflip Day. Shout out to James North that did a kickflip, landed with both of his feet together on the <laughs> rear trucks subsequently yeah. landed on his back but the best bit about that clip was the skateboard flies off he lands on his back it, it rebounds off a car tire and comes straight back and nearly hits him which i thought was quite nice it's like a little yeah. dog returning but uh, well done james north and uh, it wasn't a claim that isn't you you didn't land that he didn't land it and the bet and no. i pan to our friend Cy Belson, who just reacts purely by laughing at him even though he could yeah. have hurt himself but it was yeah so we all had to go to kickflip none of us got got it because we'd had one too many pints so good. no it was good good night what about Very you nice. what about friday I did, I did nothing on friday really? i had two can i had a can of beer and i did nothing tell you what though saturday get ready for this saturday, saturday. what did you do on in the day, and of course, what did you do on I went mount, downhill mountain biking for the first ever time on Saturday. Um, oh, so with, this With clip. our friend Joe Rackley. Oh, I thought that was an old clip for some yeah. reason. No, that was Saturday. You actually went on yeah. Saturday. Oh Dead man, good. tell us about this. How badly um, were you? How bad were you? I was it? terrible. Terrible. So... Joe Rackley, um, friend of the podcast, uh, he he created the original Tim Warwood fan page to get me over the uh, ten thousand followers mark on um, on Instagram, and subsequently he then spurned the making of the Gendel fan page, uh, which we'll, we've we've done that, we've been there. But anyway, uh, Joe Rackley is uh, an enigma. He's a, a stu- he's a modern day stuntman, dad of two will try anything. He has 100% commitment, but with about, I'd say somewhere between 60 and 70% ability. Um, I mean, that's being, that's being kind, ability-wise, I think, with some things. <laughs> but but commitment, a a, yeah. Commitment's 110. 110 commitment. 110 on anything, whether it's yeah. jumping off a cliff or skateboarding, or he's a, he's a proper sport billy, so he'll give anything a go. Um, He's actually a very good model maker. And he's currently, or he has just worked on uh, Jurassic World 3. So he's created all the dinosaurs and mini things and all kinds of things. So that'll be out soon. But anyway, when he's not making models or working on film sets, he is out there endangering his life. And he's been badgering me for weeks to come and have a go on his e-bike. He's got one of these electrical downhill bikes. Because, of course, I had a jibe at him. Because I was like, you're not an old man. You don't need an e-bike. Anyway. Finally decided, look, I'm just going to do it. So went to meet Joe. He borrowed his dad's e-bike. So his dad's got a downhill electric bike as well. And um, I don't know if you've ever had to go on an e-bike, but they are incredible. They basically... How does it work? Just you, a couple of pedals and you're going and like... So you pedal. You, you pedal the bike as normal, but you've got assistance as you pedal. So 
you pedal, but it's like you're pedaling turbocharged, but it takes you up to like 15 miles an hour. I think you can get them chipped and whatever, and they end up going faster if you want. But this bike that I was on just gets you up to 15 miles an hour, regardless of the terrain. So you could be going along the flat, and it just helps you along and you're cycling. But if the if the hill starts, you you feel no difference in the pedaling. So you'd be like pedaling along and a big hill's coming. You're like, oh, a big steep hill. But then all of a sudden you just you just keep going up the hill. It's so weird. It's so mad. So we cycled, we probably did about 20, 20 miles, just racking around the canals. Then we went into these woods, and he's got some jumps by his house. And um there's these jumps and banks and berms and all kinds of things. And, and we get in there and he, of course he's starting to show off a little bit, really. He's like, Oh, you know, I'll show you how good and fast I am. And he, in all fairness, he is good. And he rides around way quicker than me. And I was going nowhere near getting any air because I've not ridden a mountain bike since my rally activator days with the suspension forks. Um, so it felt very alien to me, but he was like, man, watch this. And he started like ragging around and doing all these jumps. He took me to this one place where he's just found this new step up. So it's this big, like, downhill thing into this big, like, whooping step up jump. And I was like, go on, then I'll film it. Go for it. And he went, oh, oh, oh. And at that point, it's like, classic. <laughs> you can hear it in his voice that he doesn't really want to do it. But now he's got to because A, I've challenged him to do it. And B, I'm going to film it. Um, so sure How big's he... the gap, do you think? The step up it's gap? It's probably like. 10 foot step up yeah it's like it's it's big man like it's i i wouldn't do it of course not but for, if you're good on a bike you'd probably do it but i don't know it's like two two bike lengths three bike mm. lengths maybe um fast like dropping into this big bowl in the woods and it's all been cut out you know there's been it's proper like jump that's been sculpted by a shovel well of course joe's like here i come and uh he comes down this thing and he launches up and he just gets a bit squirrely in the end. It kind of like sends him off to the left, like rider's left. And um, he just lands and rides straight into a tree uh, and kind of like gets whitlashed around it and like, and his leg, I thought he'd snapped his leg. There was an almighty I thought his, fe his femur looked like he could have snapped. Oh my God, yeah. He had a dead leg. He had to lie down for a bit. But in typical Joe Rackley fashion, he was absolutely fine and just dusted it off. He had bloody knuckles and um a dead leg for the rest of the day but yeah really good fun ragging around on the <laughs> e-bikes um really he nearly nice broke his leg but yeah really good fun Great really day. broke his leg but really really good so no it's uh i it was, was good. i was fine i was, I was fine. absolutely fine so he went down there um drove home um had to have a quick sleep in the car park. i went quite early left here at eight so I had to have a sleep in the car park of uh um, Toddington services on oh, the yeah. M1. So Treated yourself a, to a um, special bay, did you, in the car park? No, didn't. No. Turned off my location services, though, so Lucy didn't know where I was. Um, <laughs> so she couldn't see he stopped for a nap. <laughs> yeah. Tra <laughs> traffic was terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was it, mate. That was it. Nice. Saturday. Well, had a very what about nice Saturday time. night? Um, came home. I can't, nothing jumps out, so nothing. Nothing. Nothing, really. Nice. I'll quick look through my photos, see if anything, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing, just. It's quite action-packed there, isn't it? That's yeah, quite an action-packed day, day anyway. I was down there. I oh, know I had to get back. Oh, no, it was, um, 
It was, it was our friend Doug's 50th birthday, so I jumped oh, on Zoom. yeah. Yeah, yeah I had a Zoom. Right. had a few beers with um, some of the BBC crew, so that was really nice Happy to see Happy birthday, Doug. Happy birthday, Doug Hope. He never listens. He won't listen to this. No. Happy birthday in case he does. Uh, nice. What you do? Uh, Saturday, a little bit, bit hungover on Saturday morning after the lads' nice. night, uh, but realised I was playing golf in the afternoon, so we, uh, we had a golf game booked in. At three in the afternoon, you had, so you had the world's longest golf game booked in. Oh my! It. it was ridiculous. I mean, I haven't I haven't played golf in a long time, so it was me and our good friend Seb Hainer, uh, our, our other friend Al, who lives around here, and Will Rad, Will Radulus Scott, who who is just the ultimate sports Billy. Who like he's joined the golf WhatsApp and was like, guys, can I come and play? I, I haven't played really since okay. I was a kid. Um, so amazing, I don't know, isn't he? He's amazing. He's oh, amazing. Of he he's, is. His very first tee shot off the first thing, he put it on the green about about five foot from the from the flag. And I then turned around it. to and you just, all and went, probably, just the, went, oh. probably the only good one I'll hit all day. He literally did. He went, well, that, well, that went pretty well, didn't it? I was like, shut up. Oh. But no, he was really good. Uh, and that was a fun game. Seb, Seb is like playing. Like, Seb's getting really into his golf now. But he's like playing. It's like playing with the Hulk because he can he can go off at any point if he gets a shot wrong. Like if he he's does, like, Seb, does Seb listen to this podcast? Do you think? I don't know actually. Well, he, he'll text he us after literally this. the moment he swings. When I see like on Instagram stories, he looks like an eight year old man. He needs to do some yoga, man. He's an got eight, no f- eight year old man. An eighty. 80. Oh, he's got no flexibility in his back. He no, but you like should see. Yeah. Some some of his shots are incredible. He's like he's the ultimate golf uh, cliche of like he he'll do the world's greatest shot on one go, and then the next shot he'll spank it in the trees, and then here comes the club throw. <laughs> well, <laughs> I and your wedding when we play golf on your wedding, I actually played with Seb, and I saw him chip it from about fifty no about thirty yards into the hole. I mean, it didn't bounce; it yeah. went bloop straight in the ball. From about thirty yards up in the air and straight into the hole like a basketball. Yeah. It's turned into a bit of legend at our wedding. Yeah, that is. because he remember is it went in and everyone on the whole course heard it because they screamed like everyone screamed and looked we around at their hole. Everyone even yeah. well, I, I was playing against Seb and even I ran up and cheered and put him on my shoulders and mobbed him. It was insane. Yeah, yeah really good. Nice. That's why we've so, never been we've never been asked back. To the course since then. To the course. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is that was a good. Uh, yeah, that was. Well, I was messaging you, and I saw that you were like teeing off at one o'clock, and and I messaged you to see if you were coming on this Zoom call at ten quarter to eight, and you were still playing. I know. I was like, oh I was my like, god! I was like, yeah, I'll on? be back. I'll be back for that, of course. And then it was. It just took forever, man. Eighteen. Like I love golf. I love it, but I lose. I, I started losing interest on those last five holes. It was dragging. We had some guys in front of us faffing, so it just took forever. And um, didn't they let and you then, play? Yeah, we through? were on the final green, and I looked down, and it was ten to eight. And I was like, "Well, I'm missing that zoom then." Um, light nights, though. The light nights again. They'll catch you out now. Exactly. The, the light exactly. nights. Uh, yeah, so that was that was good. Then we came, finished golf, uh, came back, went to the pub, went to the marquee around the front of our pub. Of course, and, you, of course, you did course we did because everyone was starving and i was like well this is this is the new controversial thing about the marquee i was like right we'll go around there we can get a burger 
from the we could like they'll let you have burgers from the vegan burger place and and have beers at the outside the pub so we sat down but now they because we're like the ultimate locals and they've and the guys who run the marquee these turkish guys meb and Gigi, meb suddenly brings over a plate of kebab meat and curly fries from their new like kebab shop round the corner so suddenly it's like oh man we can't really get burgers feel a bit bad getting burgers because they're giving us some free taster kebab action we just um, substitute the burgers for kebabs no well we got both we got <laughs> <laughs> We were starving. We were like, oh, we've kind of ordered burgers, but we hadn't quite ordered them yet, but we, ordered, we got burgers and we had kebab stuff. We ordered some more kebab stuff to be nice to them. But um, yeah, it was good. We were starving. Had a few beers, had some kebab. Good night. Good times. Regular listeners to this podcast will know you as a man who, A, drinks at the marquee a lot, B, um, hurts himself skateboarding, and C, orders two of everything. <laughs> I didn't want to two bar- that night. Started with two barocas, then two bacon sandwiches, two eggs, now two lots of dinner. Yeah. That was it was just politeness, really. I was like, we can't just they they can't give us free kebab and then we not order one more. And as well, when are you ever gonna turn down curly fries? Oh man, they're amazing. They're really good yeah. ones as well. We'll nice. have them. We'll have them when you come down, I'll take you. Please. Uh, that was it. Saturday. Job done. <laughs> Then let's find out what you've been doing, our trusty listener. What what have you been doing? Where have you listener. been? Was it a oh. good one? Um, it's always nice to get your little DMs into our Instagrams. So um, make sure you do. Let us know. Could be fun. It could be horrible. It could be entertaining. It could be incredibly mundane. Whatever it is, let us know. We are at Tim and Gendel on the Instagram. And uh, let us know how your weekend's been. We've had a few in, haven't we, Gendo? We have had a few. I'm just literally reading them for the first time because I, some have come through straight to my Instagram. Come on, uh, Taya Caprulia, our good Hi, friend Taya. Taya. Organising my good friend's baby shower on a Sunday morning. 13 people were coming. We had loads of empanadas, delicious Argentinian little pies. I know what an empanada is, Taya. It's fine. Yeah, all right, Taya, we're not we're, that Midlands. Yeah. Uh, she had loads delivered, a cake, balloons, and all that. I looked sideways for a minute. The pregnant one disappeared. Jumped on an Uber without father, and off she goes to the hospital. Little did she know, she was about to pop. Not one, but two babies. All I can say is that I ate a shitload of empanadas that day. Whoa! Whoa! Flipping it, Taylor. That's a good story. That was literally me reading that for the first time then. So hang on. We're now endorsed by newborn babies as well on this podcast. Wow. That's firemen, bin men, and now newborn babies. So she didn't know she was having two babies. I guess not. Little did sure. she know that she was about to pop. Not one, but two babies. Oh, uh, I think it's little did she know she was about to pop. Yes. Not one, but two babies. I think that's yeah, how it's but, meant. Yeah, you, mate, what? today's age, you can see the baby's faces and colour of their eyes in the sack. You, you, know, you know you've got two in there. It's well, not the 1940s. Absolutely congrats. congrats. That's well awesome. done. Good yeah. story. We should have got Taya to record that. She would have told that quite well. Um, Tristan Brooks. Okay, weekend. But working most of it. Friday was amusing because we went for a nice meal. 
and a lady on a nearby table was so wasted that she fell off her bench. Then a friend tried to help her up and ended up doing the same but falling into the Covid perspex. After they had a taxi ordered for them, the waitress went to tidy the cushions and there was a bit more to clean up than expected. We on the bench. Nice. Oh, oh, that's, I mean, that's grim. Should probably read these first. <laughs> Surprise me in rehearsals, Gendel. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tristan. I'll read Tristan's first. Uh, there you go. Have you got the ones from the, the Tim and Gendel Instagram? Well, let me get them up quickly. What else have we got? You're, you're head of um, listener correspondence now, Gendel. Okay. I've, I've passed Hang that on. off on to you. I need to change accounts. Sam Plank, could, the could legend. Be here some time, people. I spent the weekend learning how to ride a motorbike. One step closer to getting my full bike license. You. Hope you boys had a sick one. Thanks, Sam. Ricky Martin. Not Ricky, not the Rick, not Living La Vida Loca, Ricky Martin, different Ricky this Martin. This is um, children's TV royalty, um, art ninja Ricky Martin, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Very talented man. Uh, my kidneys hurt and I learned an, a new no comply trick. That's a skateboard trick. In other news, we own a sword and my girlfriend went, uh, went put into the garden, I went out into the garden to play Fruit Ninja, and now my garden is covered in slices of banana. <laughs> An actual game That's of Fruit one. Ninja. What is Fruit what? Ninja? It's where you have to, you, the fruits fire up and you have to slice them on the iPad. It's like one of the first Oh, it's a get, like games. a video game. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, you slice play. the fruit on your touch screen. I want to play Fruit Ninja. Well, good. Um, there you go. That's kind of it, I think. That's all the messages, but thank you, everyone. Like uh, Tim said, keep them coming. Send them anonymously as well. I think if you want to send an anonymous one about something funny that you maybe don't want your name attached to, just tell us that you don't want your name attached to it and we'll read it out anyway. We won't, we won't uh, give away your identity because I reckon we could get some quite funny ones like that. We probably will just say that it's you, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Nah, we won't, of course we, we won't. We won't, we uh, won't. Go on then. Sunday. Sunday interested. I want to know about you. Sunday morning. And afternoon and evening too. Uh, had a lion. Mm. 9.30. I woke up at 7. Very annoyed at the children waking me up. Um, went, uh, had a few beers on Zoom the night, on, on the Saturday night for Doug's 50th. So I woke up, not hungover, but just a bit thick. You know, when you wake up just a bit thick. Mm. Lucy came downstairs with, with the kids. And then the next thing I know, it was 9.30. She gifted me like a two and a half hour lion. Ooh. Then, um, big day, went up in the loft Got out the uh, summer bag of clothes, didn't I? Nice day Ooh. when it's Sunday. So my shorts and ankle socks have made. Mate, haven't you got a new pair of short trousers that you've got for, for the summer anyway? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, I have. My jeans, my black jeans are pretty much shorts. No, dug the shorts out. Washed. I, I think it's the first time I've worn shorts this year. Really? But nice. I think I've got. No, I've got some. I've got like some athletic -y shorts like football shorts that i've worn but these are like proper dress shorts and um, so mm. i've had them on so that was nice shorts bag came out the loft 
um, rocked out the ankle socks. Nice day in the garden. I told you about the new neighbours, haven't I? What are you laughing at? Just you saying rocked out the ankle socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, the Mate. new neighbours, the new neighbours. Um, uh, so I've told you about the fence has gone now, like in the back garden. Yeah. So so the fence, so the kids can come and go as they please. And we've got the, the trampoline. My, my back garden's a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a haven for children. My back garden is what I wanted as a kid, but could never have because A, my mom and dad didn't have much money and B, we didn't have a back garden. So um, I've sunk in a trampoline in at ground level. So that's nice. And so I've got a skateboard ramp, I've got a tree house, slide swings, the works. It's, it's nice. Um, and the fence is down. So the kids come. So next door, the next door neighbors had some guests around. And so, it's, and this is absolutely fine. I'm not, I'm not like against this. I don't think that I am. But I basically came downstairs, da, 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 did something, and I looked up from the sink, and there were about 76 children in my back garden. What, on the trampoline? <laughs> yeah, and on the skate ramp, and everywhere. And I looked, I was like, oh, there's quite a few kids out there. Basically, next door, we had some friends come around to play at the back garden, my kids in there, next door's kids, and then next door's kids' friends came around. And so there were just kids everywhere in my back garden. I, I, I had to pretty much go out with a disclaimer for the moms and dads to say, don't mind everybody playing, but if any kids break their arms or legs, then um, I'm not. Kind of got a bit scared all of a sudden that actually... Yeah. Um, it is a really fun garden, your garden, though, for kids. It's like, imagine that as a kid. I know, it's yeah. incredible. But it was quite yeah. nice. So they were they were bouncing around, and um, that was really nice. Um, did, did anyone get hurt? No, everybody was uh, very safe, which was good. Good, good. And well, that's, that's nice. It. Yeah, nice day in the garden. Didn't really do much. Skateboarded a bit, which was nice. Um, mm. Cruised. Cool. And then we had... Um, my friend Paul Nichols came over, um, had a few beers. Nice. Got a bit drunk. Yeah. That was nice. That's all right. That's what you do. Do you know what? Do you know what? Sunday. His wife Ruth came around, best thing ever, walked around with a ready cooked lasagna. Poor. How good. good is that? She's like, put the oven on, put the oven on to 200, put this in for half an hour, warm it through. I was like, oh. That was one of them moments. It's like a here you go. It's one of them, and then you can just don't have to cook. in the garden while you wait. Yeah, really good. It was pretty minging though. We had to get the um, uh, the rain came, so we were under. All I thought you meant the her lasagna shit. then. I was like, that's no. not cool, man. <laughs> Flipping heck, she might be listening. Um, yeah, nice thought. So, pretty minging lasagna though. Pretty, no, no, the, the weather was pretty minging, so we all ended up under the brollies and. Um, out in the garden trying to stay dry but had a few beers really nice really nice um afternoon in the garden on sunday mm. yeah. what about Sweet. you um sunday morning pretty pretty chill sunday morning um then we went to the the pub on the park london fields and met met some of camilla's old friends well they're my friends too um and they booked a table a friend laurie who was one of Camilla's best friends booked this table like the moment they knew about the they were really on it with booking pubs they booked about eight pub different pubs like the moment they knew the date of pubs opening wow, and this was one good. of their bookings so we'd known about this booking for like a month or so so went and had some food had some beers with them 
at Pub on the Park. That was really nice. Saw Amber from Love Island in there. Who? She walked past. Exactly. No, this, this girl walked past and I went, oh, no, it's really awkward. I, I know that person. And I've got to say hello. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. It's really, really awkward. I have to introduce to my wife. How do I know her? Oh, I don't know. And she walked past and I looked awkward. And then Camilla went, that was Amber from Love Island. And I was like, wow, that's how I know her. Oh. I, must have wa- I watched a lot of Love Island. <laughs> Guilty. Oh. Um, did that. Then came back and started watching. We've got quite into what I'm going to say on my recommendo. It's a weird recommendo this week, but I'll explain that in a little bit. So we just came back and watched some telly. It's good. Chilled. Had a pizza. pizza. Delivery. We've realised now when we deliver a pizza, we can just get one and a side. And it's... Right. We don't need a pizza each. Yeah, but do you have that thing where you feel bad ordering just a little amount? It's almost like you think, oh, for no. costs, I should, I should, for costs, I should order more because it's... No, because it goes in the bin and you waste, that's even worse. It's about getting your exact amount right. But I know what you mean, yeah, I do, yeah, I know what you mean. I feel bad ordering it anyway, ever. But we, have you noticed we talk about pizzas a lot? Someone said to me <laughs> the other day, I can't remember who it was, it might have been her, she was like, can't wait to hear you talk about pizza again. We talk about pizza a lot, don't we? It's because we what? have pizza movie movie nights on Friday. Pizza hey, movie nights. It's the deal, guys. Yeah. That's how it is. It's the uh, it's lockdown, man. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. No all offense, right. Hersher. We're not all professional chefs. Yeah, true, true. All right, well, I, am, I am. Good. I'm a professional chef Monday to Thursday, just not Friday. <laughs> not when the lasagna's round. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. That's Sunday. So uh, as it's bank holiday... Bang. In May. Are we going to quickly do Monday? I went to Peak Wildlife Park in the Peak District, which is a wildlife centre, newly opened, uh, booked some tickets online, took all the kids up there. It was sideways rain. uh, And I found myself metamorphosizing into my dad, saying, come on, out you get. Put this on, you'll be fine. It's raining, I don't want to go. You'll put this on, you'll be fine. And dragging them around. But we actually had a really nice time. And it was one of those places where you get really surprised when you get there because you start walking and it's it's like this snake run where you walk around past all the enclosures. And the first one you kind of come across is the penguin enclosure. But you can you come up to the glass and they're all standing there in the, the little pool. But then the glass is only waist high, so you can just kind of lean right over and the penguins are right there so yeah. it was a bit like you know dangle the kids over and they're really close to the penguins and that was all dead <laughs> what dangle, dangle the kids over did what, the michael the... jackson did the michael jackson didn't i dangled them over <laughs> to the penguins um, yeah well just like literally put them in with the penguins basically a little bit um well they could get the experience can't they they can say yeah. oh i've been i'm at one with nature but Funny thing, you you start, well, actually, no, hang on. It sounds worse than it is, but wait, keep going. And then all of a sudden, you go through this, like, airlock, double door scenario, one in, one out kind of jobby, and you're in the penguin enclosure oh. with the penguins, like, oh, walking cool. around your feet. Do they, co- do they come up to you? No, they were all in the pool, but they would. They, I mean, they could if they wanted to. Yeah. But also, you're in with, you're in, like, it's a bit like a, Poor man's 
non-dinosaur version of Jurassic Park. Yeah. So you're in. So you went in with the wallabies, went in with the lemur monkeys, went in. The kids were stroking wallabies in the rain in the Peak District at nine o'clock on Bank Holiday Monday. I thought it was great. Oh man, um, that's cool. That sounds way better actually. than the otter. Way better than the otter experience. What I got for Camilla? We there were otters there. Otters. Oh. There were otters did you get there. To, did you get to feed them? Didn't feed the otters. No. That's that not a what... euphemism. <laughs> um, um, so no, went to the wildlife park. Really good. Had a had a really nice time. Um, cool. Didn't see the zebras. Um, Probably blending into the walls. And, and we had to go through the gift shop, didn't we? On the way home, go through the gift what shop. Did you get? Kids have bought. Um, kids have bought two eggs that you've got to leave in water for sixty three days, and eventually they hatch into something plastic. Mm. Um, and that was it's it. Not the most exciting. And then last night, after I'd watched Sully last night with Tom Hanks, love Tom Hanks, um, <laughs> uh, we, um, Lucy was up in, up in bed, getting ready for bed on the shakti mat, doing a, doing a bit. Uh, Ozzy brought in a mouse, um, didn't kill him, just brought him in for me. Uh, and so this mouse was like sitting there looking at me. I went up to the mouse. I was like, are you going to move or are you just, he's literally frozen stiff. So I picked him up in a Tupperware box, a big one. Um, collected him, got him a couple of digestive biscuits and some oats and seeds, made him a little bed, and now we've got a pet mouse. <laughs> what, where's he? What, in the Tupperware? Yeah, well, I've got him a big box now. He's in one of them really useful boxes with some Where, air holes. Where's the box? In the in the other room. Yeah. Oh, he's literally like a wild mouse that you're taming. Yeah, I've got him. Can... Put him in some cardboard tubes. He's running through him. He loves them. Does um, he? Are you yeah. going to pick him up? He might be, like, riddled with... Rabies and stuff. No, he's just purely to look at. Um, So we've got a pet mouse. The kids were well excited this morning when I told them that Ozzy'd bought them a Ozzy'd bought them a a a new pet. (laughs) If he gets out, Ozzy might Ozzy might rip him to shreds. Absolutely, would rip him to shreds. Uh, Ren's called him. This made me laugh. Ren named him this morning. We've got a pet mouse called Chicky. So Chicky, I like that. Yeah. So that's the pet mouse now. And that, my friend, was Bank Holiday Monday. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll do mine really quick because it's dragging a bit in it. Uh, what do we do? We started doing the Times crossword every weekend. Started oh, doing that. Good. That was quite funny. <laughs> it's really good. I'm surprised how good I am at crosswords. I'm really good. Do you know, actually, I screen grabbed. I wanted to see because I was like, I got one word and I was like, man, I got that really fast. I'm going to I'm gonna read it out and see if Tim can get it as fast as me. Go on. Um... Eight letters. Eight. And the clue was channel bottom, beginning with... I'll, I'll give you the first letter. I got it without even the first letter. No, don't give me the first letter. Channel Chan- bottom. Channel bottom, eight letters. So you got it without the letter? Yeah, I just got it. I was on fire. I was getting all kinds of them. Um, trench. No, it's eight no. letters. Oh, channel bottom. Uh, do, you want the f- do you want the first no, letter? I don't need it, mate. I don't need it. Have you, like you, you already got it by this point? Oh, God, I got it by this point, yeah. Oh, God, then give me the first letter. R. Uh, Rivers Edge. Riveting. Close. Close. Riv, riv, rivets. No, go Channel on. Channel Bottom. Channel Bottom. Um, ri- river. Ri- riverside. No. Ri- 
Riverding. What's the bottom? What's the bottom? Of what? Of a river. Riverbed. Yes. There you go. Yeah, I got that without the R. Well, that's the bottom of a... That's the bottom of a river. That's not the bottom of a channel. Channel bottom. I got it. Um, did the crossword, smashed that out. We, we challenged ourselves to do it in under an hour and we did it in like 56 minutes and we just kind of was well on it. Um, <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then I went for a run. I went for a run and I, I met Hersha for a coffee. I ran over to like where she lives, changed my route. Did this. Stop. Don't ever do this. Don't ever do... Like, I don't know why I did this. I did the run, stop for a coffee, run home. And, like, the worst thing to do... So I ran over and I was like, wow, I got there really fast. We stopped and had a coffee. And while I stopped it, we were at a, co- a cafe. A cafe? Oh, oh God. <laughs> what did I do? We stopped at a coffee. And then... Stopped at a cafe. Started having our cafe. And they had a bottle of water. I was like, I'll quickly hydrate. While I'm here, ended up smashing loads of water. And then I went, right, I'm, I'm going to go back now because my legs are seizing up. I've got to run back. And I, as I started running back from the cafe, I was, I've never needed a wee so badly in my life. And I reckon I probably doubled my time home because I ran oh. so fast home. I was going to say you felt desperate. like ran home like a human water bottle. I just Hot was like, I've, I've actually really got to go to the toilet. So I just flew back. Was way nice. faster on the way back. Did that, came back, and watched more films. Let's get into the recommender because I'll tell you what we've been watching. Gendo recommendo. Yeah. Part of the podcast where we do the heavy lifting. I say we, I mean he. He does the heavy lifting, watching all of the rubbish filtering out the good stuff and letting you know so you don't have to do it so it's a uh, it could be a film or tv recommendation from the poor man's simon mayo come on then gendo what is this week's recommendo okay it's a weird one this week because it's probably really obvious and it's but i basically haven't watched anything new because camilla and i have been she'd never watched any marvel movies ever so she was like are they any good and i was like they are good they're pretty good i've watched most of them but not all of them and so we thought we'll go back over the last week or two we'd gone back and watched them all from the beginning wow so that's all we've watched that's all we watched every night we'll watch a different marvel movie so that's good i was like I but i was like i can't really say that as a recommendo because i bet loads of people have probably seen them all and know all that marvel so it's not like i'm bringing anything to anything new but no, then there might be quite a lot of people out there like camilla who who are just a bit like they're not for me they're like kids films they're like superheroes but i'm not into it and i thought no she's really enjoying them she like can't wait for them every night when we watch a new one she she really likes the thor ones for some reason really <laughs> into them you, i can tell you exactly why that is gend <laughs> natalie portman <laughs> No, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Is that one? Yeah, is that one? Yeah, um, yeah seems to love those. Um, but yeah, we've been watching those from the beginning and they're, they're just great, aren't they? Some of them are, are less good, but generally they're, a, they're, just a, they're just well-made films. They're funny. They're just really funny, I think. They're well-written and they're good there's, and they're there entertaining. Are, there's a lot of light and the, as dark as some of the storylines can be and, and the deaths and whatnot, there is always some comic relief in there somewhere, isn't there? Yeah. And generally, we we kind of we said this last night because we're about probably halfway through. I guess we watched Ant Man last night, and um, I liked Ant Man. It's good. It's really good. And we and we we both said we were like we actually feel quite like uplifted 
from watching these films, we always feel quite like I think our moods been really positive because they're just fun, aren't they? Well, sorry to kind of go off track a little bit, but not really. Um, I just watched the new Marvel trailer this morning for the next. It's a trailer for the next year of Marvel Universe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go watch All that now. the movies that are coming out, all of mm. the different characters and storylines, and it's wicked. It's proper yeah. like Goose, back of the neck, Goosebumps. It is. They're all good. Right, they're good uplifting movies. They're oh, good. Incidentally, so Lila being 11, um, just a couple of, well, probably a month ago, she started, she's fully into the Marvel Universe now as well. So she watches them and she's been plowing through them and she loves WandaVision. She loves Wanda, the character. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, they're good for 11-year-olds as well as old people like you and Camilla. Exactly. Well, that, so that was it. I just thought if you think they're not for you, don't be a snob. Give it a go at least. And, Gendo uh, recommendo. All right, let's check reviews. The live check. Okay. I, I haven't got the music. So. There you go. Thanks. Do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. Right, this is where we check live to see if we've had a review. We never checked before, which is why it's sometimes really awkward when we don't have a review. But if you're listening and you like us, go and give us a five-star little click and leave us a review, and then we'll read you out next week and say thank you. Tim, have we got any reviews? Oh, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Yes. Two. Ooh, okay. So this first one is from Lillian May. Ses Guzel. Sesi Guzel. Sesis Guzel. Lillian May. Uh, she says, just wow. Five stars. Thank you. Episode 29 was my first listen. And Sam Plank's voice. Wow. <laughs> told you. They love Sam Plank. Mate, I told you. People are all over Sam Plank's voice. He's got mm. that voice. If you've not heard Sam Plank's voice, go back and have a listen. And Dick Timberhonger um, wow. says, my new favourite podcast. Came here after hearing Tim on the HKT, that's the Hook It podcast, have just finished the back catalogue and I'm looking forward to all the future shows. Ah, the jingles are brilliant, by the way. Keep up the great work, Richard Cornwell. Oh, Rich, Cheers, stop Richard. It. Just finished the back. Hang on. So he's just gone and listened to 30 podcasts. Just finished the back catalogue. Wow, that's impressive. What a hero. They're good. I love, I love it when we've got them. Especially when we've got two. It's that's awkward brilliant. when we don't have them. They're awkward, but that's the risk. That's the gamble. There, there it's quite funny go. when we don't have one, though. Um, it is. Oh, well, thank you very much for those oh, lovely messages. And, um, yeah, go send us one if you, haven't, if you haven't kind of reviewed it yet. Do it. We'd love, we'd love to read it out. Absolutely. And also, as well as a review, a little share goes a long way. That's how you can help us out. Obviously, this is uh, we're just doing this for a laugh. But if you do want to let everybody know that you listen to two mates waffling on about absolutely nothing, then that's, uh, that's nice to you. I mean, to sell it better than that, though. Definitely sell, sell it, it better than that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, right. Lovely. Love right. you. Thanks for listening. Gendo, have a good week. I'll speak to you in roughly nine minutes once yeah. you've been to the toilet and yeah. <laughs> hung yeah. up. And we'll catch up in a bit. But for everybody yeah. else, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. Love you all. Bye. We are rolling. We're rolling. 
We're rolling, rolling. I bet you like Limp Biscuit, didn't you? Me. We're rolling. At the Red Rose in Rugeley. You did not see them at the Red Rose in Rugeley. Oh, never, never. But like the, the thing about the this is going to be really weird for the for the listener. But basically, the Red Rose in Rugeley was this kind of it was a theatre essentially. But every Friday night, it was like a metal night, and they would have live music in one room and a DJ room, and they were both going on at the same time, and there was just enough separation that they didn't interfere with each other. I love but, that. But the DJ sort of section was was often the better place to be because they would play all the songs that you love and like yeah. at that point in time like new metal and sort of ska punk and west coast punk that was that was my thing that's so, where it's uh, at so it's it you know rolling was the the mosher equivalent of the macarena if i'm honest <laughs> you know you just got you've just got all these sort of Baggy trouser skater mosher kids doing all the actions, trying to pull all the the metal chicks and the punk rock chicks. Oh, wonderful days! Wonderful what days. What time to be alive! So you're probably wondering why he knows so much about music. That's because he has his own podcast called Mixtapes with Mike. Every single week, he gets a new guest on. They pick ten tracks from ten different artists, and then they chat about the music. Mikey also helps to produce the Tim and Gendel Weekend Podcast. Mikey, who's your guest this week? Okay, this week we have Canadian stand-up comic Dave Murhidge. Uh, he now lives in LA. Uh, he's got a special on Netflix as part of the Comedians of the World series. So he's got like wow. a 30-minute Netflix special. Uh, he's a very hyperactive performer. Um, and he was, he's a real hip-hop head. And what was interesting is he's picked some of the more sort of recent contemporary hip-hop stuff. Oh, okay. Which has got some of that sort of sing rap, slightly auto-tuned stuff, yeah. which which isn't necessarily my bag. I've, I've not gone out of my way to consume that kind of hip hop. I'm a bit of a an old school purist, you know. Like I prefer you more contemporary, more traditional sort of boom bap, where you can hear the lyricism. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I was apprehensive going in because I wasn't sure how much I would be able to say about it without ripping into it but I, was, I kept it diplomatic it was good um, <laughs> but then it gets quite melancholic towards the end you know you've got some uh, Bonavir and some Mac Miller and I, I don't know I don't know if you know much about Mac Miller but he was nothing nothing at all he's an amazing hip-hop lyricist who who passed away not too long ago and he was just kind of finding his way, you know, getting getting past a lot of the sort of personal issues he was having, and his music was becoming this whole other level. Um, he was really into live instrumentation. You know, he had a full band. He was ready to go on tour just before he passed away, and then uh, I think he may have overindulged in some sort of substance, and uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't make it, and it's it's. It's kind of heartbreaking because you hear the potential of what he was becoming. Mm. So Dave's mixtape goes from this journey of sort of different kinds of hip hop, then into some sort of more melancholic, sad music and ended on uh, a Mac Miller track. And we had a great time talking. Yeah, is he a good dude? Really good dude, and uh, I hit him up about making a silly promo for this week's episode, and he was all in. 
So he's already sent me his side of the video. I'm about to post it on Instagram this evening. Oh, so nice. uh, yeah, it was good, uh, and I'm really pleased with how the episode came out. And oh, it's it's a bit different because usually when I record my intros and outros, I'm doing it at midnight in my house. So I pe- people comment on my voice on the podcast, and it's just like, oh yeah, you sound really relaxing. It's like no, it's because I'm trying not to wake people up in my house. <laughs> That's why I've got these hushed tones. But um, because I was away in the southwest over the weekend, I, I literally recorded my intro and my outro on my phone on the beach, and you can hear the seagulls and the sea. It's it's kind of oh, nice, kind of atmospheric. Okay. I like it. Yeah. More of that then in the future. Definitely, definitely. It's a bit Adam Buxton, you know. Well, there's a there's a place for it. It, it works. I like it. It's good. It's cool. good. All right, Mikey. Um, you're a good man. Hope you're well, bro, and uh, we'll catch up very soon. And for everybody else, go and give them a listen. Mixtapes with Mike, and of course you will find all of the mixtapes right there as well. Cheers, dude. Take it easy, mate.